Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that is me. And a straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, the existence of ace people. Sounds fake, but okay. okay. about little ace uh, and a big big I'm world. A little ace and a big Sarah's big world. Sarah's just a small ace. Yeah. We're just going to tall tall world. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but basically this week we're just going to kind of talk about what it's like being ace in a society that isn't necessarily friendly. And just doesn't to ace people. And doesn't understand it. Right. Still learning. Right. Cuz um so I I tweeted just the other day for a uh, national coming out day. And one of the things I mentioned in that was that ace people were in kind of like a weird liminal space, this weird limbo because, you know, between straight and gay. Yeah. Because, I mean, technically, and we've touched on this a little bit before, but technically we are a queer identity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, anything that's not straight is queer. Right. Definition. But a lot of people define queer as, you know... Being attracted to someone of the same gender, or... um, They don't define it as not being attracted to anyone. Right. People have a hard time wrapping their brain around that. Exactly. So we're stuck in this kind of weird spot in between straight and gay. And I think there's also... I personally haven't experienced a lot of direct, like, discrimination or anything, but... There is judgment both from the straight community and the LGBTQA plus community about whether or not this is a valid identity and whether or not we belong. Yeah, like I know we talked about that a little bit in uh, the episode. We talked about the need to identify kind of the problem with going to Mm -hmm. pride parades and feeling comfortable there and such. And how you were saying that the one pride parade in Germany had an ace, you know, like... There was a group of people, and they had, like, yeah, um, so they had, like, a thing for ace people, which is really great, but even, yeah, big establishments, like, Pride Parade, some people are very welcoming and awesome, but there's also, of course. There are also others who aren't. Yeah. Um, and that's stupid. Mm -hmm. It sucks. They're dumb. (laughs) Everyone's dumb. Yes. But, yeah, because one of the things I did talk about in, in those tweets are a lot of ace people are kind of faced with the question of whether or not they should or need to come out. Yeah. And that's sort of an interesting question because it's like some straight people or even some LGBTQA plus people, Mm. well, probably not A, but LGBTQ (laughs) plus people would, you know, think that, okay, well, you're not, it's not like you're announcing that you're going to be dating the same gender. Right, you're like announcing that you will not be dating probably. Yeah, and so a lot of people kind of struggle with like do I need to come out what will what will the like um consequences of coming mm-hmm. out be like is it really going to help me at all cuz a lot of people who who are like gay they may come out because they they feel like they can't hide it right anymore. i feel like for a lot of for people that are gay or bi or anything like that it's like 
it's very hard to keep a secret if you mm-hmm. want to be actively, you know, dating and in relationships. Right. And so it's kind of a thing about like, well, it's going to come out eventually. Right. If you don't want to live a life that's probably very stressful and in right. secrecy. So like you have to do it yourself. For A's people, you could go your whole life and no one could know. Yeah. Like it's very easy to you no know, one to find out. Yes. Yeah. And so just, then, you know. Yeah. And so then there's a question of like, well, do you want people to know like is that something about you that you think is important for other people to know Mm -hmm. um will the people around you be accepting and understanding of it um and so like for me when I like came out that I it was a very freeing thing for me Mm -hmm. but I also it was a long time before I got to the point yeah it was definitely that it would be it was a process before you had come out to just a few people before you came out yeah it was like a year yeah it was a good year Mm -hmm. before you or yeah, comfortable because you your biggest thing was you didn't want to make a big deal out of it. Yeah, because it wasn't a big deal to you. It was just who you were. And it's also just like, especially with my sexuality, like I feel like people would not receive it well if I tried to make a big deal out of right. it. Just because of the way that I'm not being like, all right, I'm dating girls now. Like, because yeah. that's that seems to me like quote unquote a bigger deal, which yeah. is a stupid thought to have. Yeah, but, but I mean, a lot of people might be like. Okay, and yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, so it's stupid. Mm-hmm. But basically, even just like coming out aside, like society does not consider ace people, specifically arrow ace people, mm-hmm. ever. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, it's a very hard thing, I think, for a lot of people to wrap their head around. Yeah, because for a lot of people. They do experience sexual attraction or romantic attraction. And, you know, relationships are such a big part of our society. You have, like, rom-coms. You have romantic books. Like, everyone always asks you when you're getting married, who you're dating. Like, it's such a big deal to us. Yeah. And so people can't wrap their mind around something that they've never, never experienced. Like, people can't imagine their different types of attractions being separated. Yeah. Or to never have sexual attraction. People are so confused because they've never experienced that before. Right. And so even people who are very accepting, who are maybe even members of the LGBTQA plus community, will, like, like, just... I saw a post the other day that was talking about something to do with, like, men and having sex. And it was, like, 99% of men or or no some percentage of men like Mm -hmm. say something about sex and the person was like oh well the other 40 percent or whatever is wrong and i was like well how who's to say that all of those people are having sex yeah like how what and like people just even people who are who are allies who are in the community they assume that all people yeah i think i saw a post it might have been the same one or one similar it was like only 60% of men think that they are affected by birth control. Yeah. And so that's a whole other rascal of issues. Issue. But someone quote tweeted it and was like, well, is the other 40% just not doing the sex? And I was like, And Maybe? like, it was kind of like, I think meant to be kind of a joke. Like the way the tweet was right. worded was like in a funny way. But like... Yeah, maybe. maybe. And, like, maybe those 40% are gay. <laughs> they don't yeah. need birth control. Like, right. Like, I understand the argument about birth control where, like, yes, a lot of men are impacted by it, but, like, you're failing to consider the men who yeah. straight up just might not be. Yeah. Like, they never will be. Yeah. Like, they don't need it. Right. And so, 
that's just it's just the assumption always yeah. that you are going to be in a relationship or engage in sexual activities yeah. of some sort. And it's everywhere in society. Yeah. Like one of the things that I've really noticed since I've kind of realized my sexuality is my dude, music. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Think about it. The majority of music what is it about, Kayla? This dick. Okay, it's it's, it's love songs in some way. This dick. Yes. And drugs and drinking. Yeah. Even more difficult for you because Sarah doesn't drink. Right. So like, um, I remember you said once that when you were listening to some of like Superfruits music, you were saying that it was really like weird, but also like cool for you. Like that was the first time you've ever heard boys openly singing about other boys. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of times, even gay musicians when they're singing love songs, will be like, ooh, girl. And it's like, why yeah. are you doing that? So it's really cool for Superfruit because mm-hmm. they always are saying, boy. Yeah. And it's really cool because it's like, this is probably so relevant and uplifting to a lot of people. Right. And, like, I, the first time I, like, experienced that was a couple years ago with Troy Sivan. It was mm-hmm. the same thing. It was like, yeah. this is a gay boy singing about boys, and that's super cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that representation is very important. But with that said... If you're gay and you hear, like, a love song about, like, a heterosexual couple, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not like you can't still relate to the emotions of yeah. the song. Well, yeah. It's... And, like, you can, even if, like, you're like, oh, I would be singing this to a different gender than you are <laughs> if I were singing yeah. it. Yeah, it's like how a lot of people, when they do covers of certain songs, they yeah. will actually change the pronouns. Right. So, like, I, yeah, it's the, still the same concept of, like, love and relationships. It's still totally relatable. Also, yeah. obviously, it's awesome to have different representations, but, yeah, still Still very relatable. relatable. And, like, because, like, this, like, romantic love is, like, supposedly universal in that mm-hmm. way. But, like, I just have no connection to love songs at all. Yeah. Like, I, and if I do, I have to just completely reframe them in mm-hmm. my head, like, from how they were meant to be. Yeah. And so, like, that's, like, a weird just, like, disconnect between mm-hmm. me and, like, society at large. Mm-hmm. Like, I just cannot think of music in the same way that other people do. And, like, it's... It's hard to ignore once you notice it. Yeah. And so, like, one of the things, like, I really like the band 21 Pilots. And I realized a couple years ago, before I realized I was Arrowways or before whatever, um, that, like, one of the things I really like about them is that they have almost zero love songs. Of their two, like, they're, they've had more than two albums, but, like, their last two were, like, their real, like, real, like, mainstream, mm-hmm. like, were band yeah, they're big ones. Um, albums between those two albums there is one explicit love song right. not like explicit like swearing but like <laughs> explicitly <laughs> about love um, and it's really cute because it's about Tyler Joseph's wife anyway um, but <laughs> basically like and for me like I really like that they have a lot of songs that don't have to do with love that I feel like I can relate to yeah. better than any song that is about right. romantic love and so like, that was something that I'd always liked, and it was just sort of, like, in hindsight, like, oh, that makes sense that I yeah. like that about them. Yeah. Um, and you brought it up to me, you brought this up to me, like, a week or so ago, because yeah. you were trying to write music, 
Yeah. And you were like, I have nothing to write about. Yeah, that you was something. I couldn't think of anything. I recently discovered is I just decided just for shits and giggles that I want to, like, try and write some music. And I'm very bad at it. But, like, just for fun. Um, and, like, it's difficult for me to find things to write about yeah. that, like, other, that I feel, I mean, there's a whole range of human emotion that you can write about, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like you can only write about, like, romantic love songs, but it's also just, like, the the precedent and, like, being able to be like, oh, I want to write music like this, what can I do to write music like this? Like, mm-hmm. I have 21 pilots? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, um, just, like, music that other people can relate to and stuff. Like, if I, if, if I want to have, like, a song that I feel, like, authentically, genuinely reflects me, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a love song that right. people can relate and to. it's like, how are you going to sing about being ace in a compelling way? Yeah, like, in a way that people can relate like, to. Like, I like, can't even, what would your <laughs> lyrics be? Like, I don't, I don't like that penis. <laughs> like... Yeah. And then, yeah, because there's obviously, you know, a lot of human emotions and a lot of things that humans experience, but you don't want to hear about lots of that in a song. Like, yeah. oh, today I saw my mom. That was pretty cool. Like, right. no one <laughs> gives a shit. Yeah. And, like, the the other most common thing songs are about is, like, partying and drinking. You don't do I that don't either. I don't drink. And, like, I'm not a partier. You're not a huge party So person. it's like, what? Do I like your plants? I've got you plants. Are, you have a lot of good plants. I have plants. Yeah, I love them. Um, but yeah, and I think that's the. Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. But yeah, and I think that's something that like it seems like such a small thing. Like if you're not, if it's something that you don't experience, um, and you are just living your day to day life, and you're like, who the fuck cares if you can't relate to the music? But like gets to you if if you mm-hmm. think about it too much yeah it will get to you and that's one of the things about like the po- this podcast which has been interesting is like it forces me to like confront my sexuality yeah. all the time yeah. and it's like at least once a week. at least <laughs> once a week and so like it's the sort of thing where like i being an ace person like I think this is true of any sexuality, but especially true of ace people just because we fly under the radar so much. Yeah. Is like, you can kind of ignore it and just kind of push it away mm. in your head, which is in a way a privilege because not all people who fall under the LGBTQI right. plus spectrum can do that. But like, it's the sort of thing where it's like, all right, I'm going to try and convince my brain to just like not think about right. it right now. But then like, when I do this, yeah. I just, I it's have to think about like it. It's not necessarily like healthy to not think about it because... Yeah. Like, it's a big part of your life. And it, it's definitely done the same thing for me. Like, ever since you came out, it's forced me to confront, like, stuff about my sexuality, too. Yeah. Just because I know so much more. Like, you taught me, like, what Demi was. Yeah. And especially this podcast has made me think about it a lot more. And now that, like, one day I'll start dating again, it makes me have to think about, like, what do I, how do I confront dating now that I yeah. know this is part of me. Right. Yeah. And, like, I think that, that sort of thing of, you know, society just not viewing you as a normal thing, a thing that society even thinks about. Mm -hmm. And so, like, all this little stuff that, like, sort of builds up. I think that's part of the reason why a lot of ace people think they're, like, broken. They think there's something wrong with them. And, like, there are ace people who will, like, go to the doctor and have doctors tell them they have, like, hormonal imbalances Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. And, like, some people do have hormonal imbalances, but, like, 
not all ace people do, and just because you do, that doesn't make you ace, and they're not related at all. Yeah. They're entirely different things. Yeah. And so, and that's a lot of people who, like, if you tell them you're ace, they'll be like, oh, so, like, there's some, like, they they think there's something wrong. Right. With you. Like, and oh, you're, you know, whatever not. makes your hormones and your sexual libido and whatever yeah. must be broken. And who knows? Maybe one day there'll be some scientific research that links hormones to gay people and ace people and everything. Yeah. And be helpful in explaining, like, why people have these different attractions. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's wrong either. Right. It's just an explanation. Right. Of, like, why things might be that way. Like, why some men might be more attracted to some men because maybe this one hormone has a different balance than straight people. Like, who knows? Right. And I think it's just... That's... It kind of brings up the question of, like, okay, if you could change your sexuality... Like, would you? Yeah, because then, yeah, if one day we do discover that this is what causes it, mm-hmm. what, are people going to start being like, well, now I, I know how to fix it, I'm going to yeah. fix it. And I feel like a lot of people who are, like, have accepted their sexuality and are happy in their life, and they they would never go back. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's like, I mean, I, w- I, I wouldn't want to change my sexuality mm-hmm. just because, like, I mean, this is the way I've always known it to be. This mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily want to change that. Mm-hmm. But also it's just, like, part of me is, like, I, I kind of want to understand. Like, yeah. I kind of want to be able to, like, relate to this song. Yeah, because it's, like, I just, like, know what it's like. Yeah. Like, to... what I was talking about, like, people that do have sexual interest have, find it hard to wrap their mind around what you yeah. go through. But it's also hard for you to wrap your mind around, yeah. like, what it feels like to have romantic or sexual attraction. Like, yeah. you've never had that. You yeah. don't know I don't. I don't understand like. You don't... Yeah, like, when me or one of your other friends are dating someone, like, it's... You don't fully understand... Yeah. Everything on the deepest level that's going on. Yeah. And that's just a thing that happens, but, yeah. like... And it is weird because everyone makes such a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked about that with, like, the romantic versus platonic relationships. Right. How important romantic relationships are to people. Yeah. And so, it's not... Because, like, it's something that you're kind of left out of. Yeah, and it's just something that I, like, I have to accept that society as a whole thinks it's cool and great, but I will never understand it and so it's like a weird like alienation thing like society's not like actively trying to alienate Mm. me but like it still happens just because i can't i don't have any connection to what that is like at all yeah so that's stupid Mm -hmm. but there's nothing we can do about it should i take you on a date so you can have like a real date no do you want to experience your first date no i'll take you on a date don't worry no no you know it's fine kayla no, we're going to go on a date. We spend so much time with each other. Is that not always a date? No, we're going to, It's like when married couples have, like, date night. I know. We're but going like, on a date, Chuck. Hey, I know. We're going... We're going on a date. Oh, my God. Cute. Well, not on your phones. Where should me and Sarah go on I'm a date? I'm going to kill Kayla. <laughs> Why is she like this? Are you embarrassed because you want to go on a date with me so bad? No, I don't. She's... Blushing. I'm not. <laughs> what are you gonna believe? She's blushing. Oh my god, I'm not. She's so excited to go on this date. I think you can tell by my tone of voice that I'm mm, just she's trying to hide it. She's not an actress. Blushing. Mm-mm. She's so in love. With me. Anyway, <laughs> bitch. Um, but yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any thoughts and thoughts and comments? Thoughts, questions, comments, thing. concerns. FAQ is attached. Kidding. We don't have enough FAQ. Should we make enough FAQ? We don't have any people that ask us any questions. Good plan. One day, when people start engaging with us, we'll make enough FAQ. <laughs> okay. 
Um, Sarah, what are your feelings and thoughts about just being non-existent? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> here I am, a not ghost, here. Perhaps. Yeah. Related to all that other stuff we just mentioned, some people just straight up don't think that ace people exist. They're like, that makes no sense to me. I don't understand that. I don't think that exists. And I think that's just a basic problem, like a problem just with basic human understanding. Like, you yeah. have to recognize that just because you don't understand something doesn't mean it's not yeah. valid. Also, it's like, if these are the same, if some of these people are the same people that believe in, like, a god yeah. or a deity, yeah. bitch, you've never seen that. Yeah. It's, like, the same, I don't know, people that... I am a god, is what you're telling I'm, me. Well, I'm a demigoddess. Oh, so, my god. Oh, that's one day I'll get at Tinder again, and that's going to be my Tinder box. Demigoddess. I actually thought about that, like, five days ago. Oh, my god. <laughs> I've been planning. I've been planning for my reemergence onto the, the market. Amazing. Um... Because, yeah, if it's, like, the same thing as, well, I've never seen this god, and that kind of thing, it's it's the whole thing of, like, do you need to see it to believe it? Do you need to experience it for yourself to believe it? Like, I don't experience romantic attraction. Does that mean that I don't, don't think, think it, it exists? exists? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, like, there's so much that I've not experienced that I know exists just because maybe I, like, saw it on TV or someone told me about it. Like, yeah. you can have indirect experiences that give you an understanding of things, yeah. but people still have the hardest time. And I think on top of that, just in terms of the asexuality spectrum in general, I think it's also just people not understanding what ace means. Like, a lot of people assume that being ace means being celibate, and they have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, and some people think it's just, like, that you don't want a relationship. And I've had people that were surprised... To hear you talk about, like, the future relationships and friendships you wanted. They were like, oh, I assumed that she just kind of wanted to be alone. No. That she didn't want, yeah. like, friendships or, like, even a QPR maybe in her future. And I was like, just because, like, wanting a romantic relationship and wanting relationships at all, really. They're very They're different. not related at all. But yeah. people, they just have a basic misunderstanding of, like, what you want. Yeah. And I think, we've talked about this before, we're definitely going to do an episode about, like, what, like, the different, there's, within asexuality, there's a spectrum. Like, mm-hmm. sex repulse, sex positive, yeah. the whole in between. Yes. We'll do a whole episode about that. So I'm not yeah. going to go into too much detail now. Right. But, like, some ace people are celibate. Mm-hmm. Some ace people are not. Yeah. Some people are repulsed by the thought of it. Some people, some ace people have sex. Yeah. And so the, the like, the idea that all ace people are celibate is, first of all, just not true. Second of all, celibacy is a choice, sexuality is not. Right. And that's the basic, basic difference that people fail to grasp. Yeah. People think that you just don't want to date anyone. Yeah. Really, you just, like, it's not that you can't date anyone, but, like, you can't. Right. Right. It's not that you don't. It's that you, like, won't. Yes, it's difficult to convey in the English language, yeah. but I know what you mean. Can you say it in German? No. What? What's the point of you? <laughs> Why would um, I keep you around? Why? Um, but yeah, it's just people don't fully understand it, and as such, we get just kind of left out and forgotten. Even people who do understand it or claim to understand it often don't remember that we exist. Yeah, and even people that are working very hard to understand and be 
you know, accepting of what you are and your sexuality, they make mistakes and they, it's a process. It's hard. It's obvious. It's just very hard to get in your brain. Mm -hmm. And that's the good thing about this podcast is I learn a lot too. Like over the, however many years I've, you, before you came out to me, how long? It's been a year since you came out to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it has been a learning process and we've had a lot of conversations before we even thought about this podcast of just like sitting down and being like, here's how it is. Cause I just like, yeah, like when it's hard to take it in. Sometimes. When my mom found out, she just asked me to explain it because she yeah. didn't know, she didn't understand. Yeah. And I think that's the best course of action is if you don't understand, ask. Yeah, like be, don't be, like, insensitive about it. Yeah, just, just ask and like be. Don't be insensitive, but like just say hi. I don't understand this. Yeah, can you? Explain. Yeah, instead me. of saying, I don't understand, this must not exist. It's right. I don't understand. Please explain Please to me explain. how this exists. Yeah. Like, you don't need to be. Yeah. Like, there's always more to learn. Yeah, exactly. And, like, there are things about the Ace Umbrella that I don't quite understand. Yeah. Uh, like, like last week, I was just. I've gotten better at understanding, like, sensual attraction, but it's just. It's kind of hard for me yeah, to differentiate. I, yeah. Since we've done last week's episode, I've, like, seen some stuff that, like, Explain it to me better. And a lot mm-hmm. of you guys actually voted sensual attraction mm-hmm. in the poll. Yeah. And I'd love to hear from you guys about, you know, what that means to you and right. how it affects you. Because that's definitely the one I think we both struggle with the most but yeah. want to learn about. Yeah. I agree. And I also think, this is jumping back a hot second. But, um... A toasty second. A toasty second. Um, but for me, the reason I have a... As much as an understanding, I mean, there's always room to grow and room to learn, but Mm -hmm. I have as much of an understanding of, like, romantic and sexual attraction as I have, even though I don't experience, I have, even though I don't experience it, I have that understanding because I've spent the last 20 years watching it and being immersed in a society that appreciates and just Right, but even you ask questions. Like, (laughs) one of the basis of this podcast was you texting me questions that I or other people found funny because yeah. a lot of people, or we assume a lot of people understand them, and then you were don't. just like, I don't <laughs> get this. Yeah. But, like, along those same lines, I have had two decades mm-hmm. to be immersed in this culture of, like, romantic and mm-hmm. sexual relationships, and I've had all that time to learn it. So if you don't fully understand stuff under the ace umbrella or just LGBTQA+, like, anything there, it's probably because you haven't had the time to learn and understanding it. Learning and understanding stuff takes time. It took me a while to figure out and fully understand what ace umbrella identities were and meant. And, um, so we like, don't feel bad if you don't understand, Mm -hmm. just ask questions and try and learn. Yeah. And that's a hard thing for me too. Cause I feel like when we talked about, um, the need to identify one of my main reasons for not wanting to fully identify as Demi is because I still don't understand a lot of the ace umbrella. Yeah. And so I still feel like an imposter. Right. And like too much of a straight person. Mm -hmm. But that's obviously a problem that I need to just get over because you don't need to know everything to identify. Right. And that's something that I, that like really helped me when I decided to take on the, the arrow label Mm -hmm. was like, I need to stop like being like, waiting until I'm 100% positive and just try it on right. and see if it works. And that's when I was like, yeah, this works. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah, and honestly, like, once I get back into dating, that's probably when I will do that. Yeah. Is, like, trying it on and, like, maybe telling people and, like, just going with it as an identity and seeing if I feel like it's right. Right. I also think um, with people who have identities who fall under the ace umbrella but are not necessarily arrow ace, they might be hetero romantic. Mm -hmm bisexual or like something along Mm -hmm. those lines i think it's even it it might be even weirder for them to exist in the ace space because they're existing in the ace space as well as in another space yeah they're like half in the ace space half not yeah and i think that's just another struggle of like they're alienated in some ways by society but in other ways society is like hell yeah so it's like they're analyzing it's like they're alienated by both groups at once, but mm-hmm. accepted by both groups at once. Because half of their identity is good and half is bad in each community. Honestly, that's the paradox of Ace Umbrella identities in general. Yeah. I is, mean, that's my main yeah, problem. It's just, like, some of the LGBTQA plus community accepts you, some of it doesn't. Some of the straight community accepts you, some of it doesn't. And it's, like, it's it's difficult because obviously any LGBTQA plus identity is going to be alienated by some people and not others mm-hmm. but because the ace community does have alienation coming both from the queer community mm-hmm. and the straight community yeah. it's rough it's a rough place to be yeah yeah so pray for us all but also like try and educate your friends because that's the best way mm-hmm. that we're gonna move forward is yeah people understanding yeah and like it's been really great because people have told us about this podcast that they feel like they've learned so much and they're so much more aware of things, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But obviously this is not the only way. Right. If you don't like us. And we're not experts. Bitch. Yeah, we're obviously not experts. But there's, like, there's so many other ways to educate yourself and educate yeah. your friends. Obviously, we'd love for you to share a podcast. Yeah, It could be a way of education a bit. Um, but. Yeah. And if you guys have any specific, I mean, there are some topics that I don't feel comfortable explaining myself just because I don't have a good enough understanding of them. Um, But I have read a lot and watched a lot of videos. Mm -hmm. I probably watched every Ace YouTube video because there were like three of them. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but like, if you ever want to know more or want to know more in depth, like, shoot us an email and I might be able to help you find some, like, resources just Mm -hmm. because I've read so many. Also, Google, man. Yeah. Google. Also, just if you have questions, or, like, not even, I mean, if you want to make it a pod, if, podcast topic, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But, like, even if you just have, like, questions that you want to ask anonymously or not anonymously, ask us. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, because I understand that not all people who listen may necessarily personally know or feel comfortable asking mm-hmm. anyone who is ace. And, like, I think that's part of the problem is a lot of ace people because we do fly under the radar that's part of the reason why we're forgotten is Mm -hmm. because people may know ace people without knowing that they know ace people yeah i think it would be cool if we get enough maybe questions about this if we could make like a resource page on our tumblr or something Mm -hmm. with yeah just like stuff that you've read and watched and a bunch of links that'd be pretty cool that'd be dope you know what else would be cool the mom yeah a dog some soup i'm so hungry (laughs) (laughs) You know what else would be cool? <laughs> oh, I got it. Um, if we, donuts. yeah, if we um, 
got enough people to ask us questions that we could just do a Q&A episode. That'd be fun. I'd love to do a Q&A episode. Yeah. Because some of my favorite podcasts do a lot of, like, email questions and tweet questions, like, segments. And I, like, that's some of my favorite I parts. mean, my favorite podcast is Dear Hank and John. Really, and is that's... it? I've never heard you There's a poster on the wall. I've never heard you mention um, it in every episode. But that is literally the premise of yeah. that podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to have a Q&A episode. That would be super awesome. So basically, basically we're telling you, ask us a motherfucking question. We need friends. I recently realized that I only have two groups of friends, and I'd like to expand that. Yep. That's all. You can have pod friends. I want a pod friend. Yep. A friend. A friend. All right, Kayla? Yep. What's the poll this week? Oh, no. Okay. No, it's fine. We've deliberated. All right, we're back. We're we deliberated. Back. We've thought a lot for like two minutes. All right. This week, we're not doing strictly a poll. No. We're doing an open-ended question. So it forces you an answer. to respond. And then we'll actually know who responds what. Because like, in polls, you can't anonymous. And I'm always like, who? Or you could like email us or and you not, could, uh, anonymously or uh, whatever. Uh, um, but basically, we want to know, what is your favorite non-love song? Song that has nothing to do with romantic or sexual love. Mm-hmm. Or, like, just, like, sexual attraction, romantic attraction. Yeah. Nothing to do with any of those things. What is your favorite one? Give I us, like this question because then it makes, them, it makes them think about <gasps> it. What if we could, like, if we got enough, we could make, like, a cute little Spotify playlist? That's, yes, <gasps> please! Yeah, if we get well, enough... Actually, eight tracks because I want I more minutes. Hate <laughs> I hate tracks. Know, I'm mad at it. I used to really like eight tracks, but it's just... Gone. This is to the we're off topic. Dumps. Anyway. Okay. Um, um, so that's the poll. Where can you find? Where will you find that question? Yeah, mainly that question will be asked on Twitter. Um, if you don't have a Twitter, feel free to email us mm-hmm. at soundsfakepod at gmail.com. Our Twitter is also at soundsfakepod. Um, or you can just drop it in the comments of where you're listening or mm-hmm. reading. So. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, many other, really wherever you find your podcasts, we're probably there. Mm-hmm. Drop it in the comments. Leave a cute review on Apple Podcasts. I'd really appreciate it. I like yeah. looking at them. And tell us them there, too. And then maybe if we get enough, we'll compile yeah. a playlist. We'll, we'll, cool. we'll update you next week about about this playlist. Yes. Yay! Okay. Um, Patreon. That was a terrible segue. Let me do it. That was the best segue I've ever made. I'm keeping it. Patreon! Woo! We have still our lovely three Patreon patrons in the $5... You can't talk so slow category. if you want to speed this up. Sarah. <laughs> I've been trying to speed it up, so it's not taking so much time, but it's just not going well. Okay, we have Jennifer Smart. Jennifer Smart is a lovely human. We mm-hmm. finally talked to her. She's she great. So She's amazing. Lovely. But anyway... For her, we are, we are, um, what's the word? Promoting. Promoting. Um, a, a nice little YouTube page. It's called, I don't know how to pronounce I it. I know, I meant to ask her and then I didn't because L- I got scared. My guess is Leyen Productions. No, it's L-E-H-E-N Productions, Productions on YouTube. So put that in the search bar. Yeah. It'll probably be, the first video that comes up will probably be her reel. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It's really like, good. a lot of cool graphics and stuff. It's so cute. I'm mad at her for being so talented. Please stop. But also don't, but please. It's good. Anyway. All right. Next we have... Asritha. Asritha is still promoting her single. You guys have left her single for three weeks now. Unbelievable. And I'm rather disappointed in you, though many of you are ace, so I suppose I understand, and this is probably <laughs> the wrong platform for her, but whatever. It's fine. Um, her Instagram is at Asritha underscore V. That is at A-S-R-I-T-H-A underscore V. $10 patrons. We have Emma. We do. Just living her best life. Mm-hmm. 
She wants to borrow my shoes. Does she? Mm-hmm. She has a really good Halloween costume. You know how you can find out about what that Halloween mm-hmm. costume is going to be? Following her on Twitter slash Instagram, both at Emma T. Fink, E-M-M-A-T-F-I-N-K. Whoop! We did it. That was faster. Yeah, we're getting better. We're getting better. All right. Thank you for listening. And tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cows.